Hi, I'm Laura Mize from TeachMeToTalk.com. Hi, I'm Kelly Hampton. Hi, this is Chip Gerhardt, Chairman of the Board of the National Down Syndrome Society. This is Rachel Coleman from Signing Time, and you're listening to Down Syndrome Radio. 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 Hello and welcome to Down Syndrome Radio, where you can hear all sorts of good stuff relating to raising children with Down Syndrome. We like to think we bring a special dad's perspective. My name is Mark Owens, and I'm here with my good friend Rick Kosmalski. This is episode 33. We have a super special guest today. Uh, we'll get to them in a minute. Uh, how you doing, Rick? You ready? I'm doing great. I'm excited, yeah. Can you believe it's been 33 episodes? Uh, you know, we're really starting to pound them out now, so I'm excited. <laughs> It's but been unfortunately, like two years. Uh, you know, we're, we're missing Jason today. Jason is on summer ver- uh, vacation, so right, Jason's this, here in spirit. This is the two weeks of vacation you get here at uh, Down Syndrome Radio headquarters. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe when we get to our hundredth episode, he'll get a third week vacation. Exactly. But, uh, yeah, we'll miss uh, we'll miss uh, Jason tonight. Uh, we actually have two guests, so it'll still be four of us on the uh, on the line. So that works out even. What's going on in your life, buddy? Uh, finishing up the summer, so we had uh, you know all those crazy things that happened over the summer, and now we got the weeks leading up to school. So it's buying uh, all those notebooks and school lists, getting ready for fourth grade, and for Kayla, and we're trying to figure out what to do with Logan because he's gonna be two, gonna be three, and we have to do something with him because he's just a little, just a little boy getting into everything. So <laughs> <laughs> what an exciting time of year, man! We have to do something with him. Yeah, well, they're a handful. Oh, man. Well, you would know, definitely. Yeah, well, I, I, I tend to forget, as a matter of fact, you know. Oh, really? Well, he, you know, he, anything that could possibly be a sword, is a sword. <laughs> so that, that is, that's my life. A sword or a lightsaber or a... Yes, yes. <laughs> it's all it's all about swords, so... Does Kayla like to play that stuff with him, or is she like, that's boy stuff, I'm not going near that? She, like, she runs for cover when she can, and, you know, goes up and goes into her room and where you know we have uh, gates on the stairs so you know she'll close the gate on uh, she isolates or something like that yeah she's like out of here dude unless unless sometimes she'll be like kayla can we play trains kayla can we you know let's play thomas and stuff with her and she'll go over and sit with him and play thomas with him for a little bit Only those good, yeah. are the golden moments right there it doesn't last that long but. Well, good stuff man cherish it cherish yeah. it you know you know they're sharing a snack or something until he takes it from her and then that's all <laughs> Yeah, it turns. It turns in a second. You have that moment where you know they're getting along so great, and you run for the camera because it's all going perfect. And then, uh, you know, by the time you get it out, they're at each other's throat. Yep. Yeah, well, yeah. It's been a it's been a long crazy summer here. We, we've done uh, all sorts of exciting things, but we have our big trip coming up uh, on Saturday. We are headed to Disney World. Which is somewhere you seem to go once a month, but uh, oh, fantastic! <laughs> We're gonna have to do a, a recap on that then as another podcast. Oh yeah, yeah. We'll have Mickey. You have to connect with me for tips and tricks before you go. Okay, okay. Well, uh, we, we know them all. Okay, you know, and maybe after I'll ask you a few questions. But um, we're pretty much just we have a, we're driving down and we have a, a place to stay picked out and a few parks picked out, but that's really it. Uh, there's okay. all that fast pass stuff and whatever. But anyway, we're excited. Luke hasn't been. Mm-hmm. We used to live in Florida, so we used to go a lot. But uh, oh, Luke okay. hasn't been. So with, with the early phase, we went uh, a lot, and now uh, it's Luke's turn. Uh, so we're excited about that. So uh, okay, so I enjoyed having Kayla on last time, but I have done just a little bit of research on this particular uh, uh, group that we have coming, our special musical guest that we have coming on, and I have pretty excited. Uh, from what I heard. So you go ahead and do the intro, and I will try to cue the song. Well, I got just got to say, I'm so excited to have these two guys on today. And really, everybody listening to this is in for a huge treat, because uh, until you actually hear this song and read the book, um, you don't really, you don't know how awesome this actually is. Uh, so we have a father-son combo on with us now, and, and, and uh, it's Marcus and Quinn Secura. Uh, they are authors, singers, um, all around awesome people, and they are going to. We're just going to sit back and be amazed by them and hear all about them today. So, 
Quinn and Marcus, welcome. Hang, hang on, don't don't jump in. You said I want I want to play just a little clip of the song first. Oh, you want you want to give a peek? Okay, this is the let's sneak hear, let's peek. Let's hear a peek of what's happening. Let me crank it up. <laughs> this is my kind of music. We'll play the whole song at the end of the episode. So get your get your secret recording devices ready. All right, welcome Mark, to the show. Mark is just too excited. <laughs> Hi guys, how you doing? So now, hey. Quinn and Marcus. Yeah, hey guys, you made we are really, really, really happy to be here. Yeah, I'm fine here. Well, uh, tell us what uh, you know. W- w- where did the idea come from? How did this whole thing start? The background story is that uh, every week, Mardra and uh, I should clarify, Mardra is my wife, Marcus's mom. And uh, every week, Marcus and Mardra get together for what they call the Broadway list. And the Broadway list is every Sunday, uh, they talk about story ideas. So uh, Marcus has so many ideas coming out of him every day, we kind of had to rein that in just a little bit so that we could control it and not just always be listening to this this constant stream of new storylines. So... uh, through their weekly uh, Broadway list date, and it, that name became uh, part of it because they are into musicals quite a bit. Marcus loves going to shows. Uh, so he would cross-pollinate uh, various characters and various storylines. He would take a character from a musical and put it with a character from, say, The Simpsons or something, and then create a scenario where who knows what would happen next. And they would talk about these things, and Marjorie would write them down in a notebook and over the course of that, um, an original story started coming out, an original story with you know, characters that weren't uh, so copyrighted that we couldn't make reference to them. So uh, suddenly it was this band, and they were all monsters. And uh, so you had a Frankenstein monster, a Dracula, a wolfman, and a new kind of monster, a skeleton with a pumpkin for a head, uh, who were a band uh, playing rock and roll, and uh, and all of a sudden, Marcus said, well, there's a boy named Brad who wants to be in that band. And so he's not a monster, though. He's a human boy. So there was a little bit of resistance on the part of the band to accept him as a member of the group, even though he plays bass. So uh, that's the, the very genesis of that story. And from there, Marjorie just kept asking, well, what happens next? And then what happens? And then what and it took a long time to really uh, make it into a, a cohesive storyline, you know, top to bottom with, you know, bits in the middle that forwarded that, that initial premise. But uh, over time they did. And it took about, you know, uh, the better part of a year for it to become a solid story. And, uh, but we knew we had something. So Marjorie decided to pursue it in earnest. So we have a book for it now a DVD animation of the story. Uh, it'll be a short, like 13 minutes And a long. movie. Yep, that's the movie. And uh, it'll be an audio book. I don't have a lot of details on that release yet, uh, but the book is already out. And, um, uh, and then the DVD will come out um, probably no later than October 1st. So did you have to, at some point you must have decided, hey, we should write this down and like take a lot of notes and do like an actual... You know, at some point it must have been, you know, the beginning it's maybe fun making up a story and then, you know, you had to do some of the like, actual writing down and editing and all that kind of stuff. Marcus, was that part was that part as, fun, as much fun or was that kind of like work? Uh, yeah. A little bit of work there. Uh, Mardra had to kind of pr- mold it into a presentable uh, uh, format. But uh, we have to reassure everybody uh, that the story... All of the gags in the story, uh, the ending to the story, all the plot twists, all the things you wouldn't expect, uh, are all Marcus's ideas. So over the course of that year, uh, she wrote everything down in the in the notebook, and and she's really largely mostly responsible for just putting it into a format that people would would understand and 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 readily accept. That's super. Hey, I want to point out for a second, we, just, we lost Rick. I'll bet he pops back on in a second. But uh, oh, yeah. that for the first time, we don't normally do video while we, uh, while, we, while we record these. I always decided not to do it just because of the bandwidth. But we can actually see you guys right now. And it, I don't know, makes this even more fun, you know? I think you guys, so. You guys look a lot alike, to be honest. Ah, thanks. 
Yeah. yeah. Affleck. <laughs> Marcus is a fan of the Affleck duck as well. Oh, He's a fan yeah. of uh, The Simpsons, Scooby-Doo, Broadway musicals, lots of movies, and the Affleck duck. So he'll make reference to all of those things. Or Batman. Or Batman. Or Batman. But you have Superman on your shirt. Right. Yeah. Yes. That's right. <laughs> hey, Rick, uh, we can stop talking about Rick now. I think he's back. <laughs> I'm back. I, you guys got all all drunk, garbled up and now, but now you're clear again. Oh, it's, clear on this, it's, it's doing well on this side. Um, yeah. So far, so good here. So, awesome. uh, did you have some questions, Rick? I'm sorry. I'm, I'm hogging. No. I, I mean, I, it's, I, think, I just think it's amazing. You said it took about a year to do the story? About how, that how much. Yeah. Uh, Mardra would just sort of... Um, ask again and again what happens after that and what does he do there and uh, Marcus would come up with maybe ideas that we couldn't use like and then all of a sudden the Aflac duck would fly overhead and rain down eggs on (laughs) we couldn't use the Aflac duck for example so um, all copyrighted and protected so we wanted more or less public domain things that we could use and so she would say well what if we um, used a, a new, you know, an original character. What if you made up a new character? And so that's where Brad came out of, and Skeleton Pumpkinhead came out of. Fantastic! Yeah. And is this your first book? Uh, second, yes. Exactly, yes. It's his first book. We're thinking sequels, though. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, and and um, maybe uh, Marcus. So, so what got you into this? So you said you had you would talk about Broadway things on the weekend, but. Is, have, you, have you always been interested in writing stories and books, or are there what, what made you what made you want to do something like this? Uh, something uh, newsies. Oh, he saw newsies. Uh, on uh, okay, great. And, uh, or Shrek the musical. Or Shrek the musical. So yeah, he's Shrek. he's actually more cultured than than I am by far. <laughs> uh, he's been to probably thirty at least different musicals uh either as they toured through omaha or in new york city yes and and wicked and wicked and so i mean he's really keen on where story goes and uh his mom is a writer and she's working on her novel Mm -hmm. and uh uh and marcus i think just has a sense of that you know uh, in the beginning this and they lived happily ever after and a bunch of stuff in between. And, he, you know, he knows how that structure works. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. And we, we kind of we jumped right in. But, Marcus, you want to just tell us a little bit of background about yourself? How old you are? Anything you want to say about oh, good question. you, the author? How old are you? I'm uh, 25. Did you catch that? Yeah. Perfect. Yep. yep. He's 25. This is the Las Vegas. We just celebrated his 25th birthday in Las Vegas. Grandpa has a place out there. Awesome. Uh, and so we were able to go out and uh, play craps. Yeah, craps. Uh, and one. And Marcus won. And the whole table just was nonstop excitement whenever he was rolling the dice because everybody was winning. Excellent. Oh, Excellent. man. Fantastic. Uh, Lucky shooter. My cup is funny. And Grandpa is funny. He sure is. And... Uh, <laughs> And and it should be said that on his birthday, June 20th to be exact, uh, we were there celebrating in Las Vegas, and that was the official date of release of the Black Day book. All right. So yeah. what is the term, like, Perfect. Black Day? Does that mean something? Like, uh, you know, because it sounds almost like a dark day, you know? Yeah, it's sacred. How did you get the name Black Day? It's just a band. It's a band? Yes. And do you remember what inspired the name? Name. Mm-hmm. How did you get the Black Day name? The BlackDay.com. From BlackDay.com, of course. Uh, <laughs> he is a fan of Green Day, the band. Ah. Yeah, and, Green Day. Yeah. And he has seen them in concert, right? Yeah. And you saw the musical American Idiot. Yeah, so what's going on? Fame. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, they just got inducted this year. And so there was a lot uh, of reference there culturally uh, for the music. Yeah. And uh, Black Day, I don't know if he took that to mean that, you know, Halloween being, uh, you know, sort of evil or, or what have you. But I don't yeah, that's think that's what I was getting from it. But now I totally yeah. get the Green Day part, too. Yeah. I think he just needed a different color. So why not call it Black Day then? <laughs> it's much cooler, Black Day. 
Black rock Day and Roll definitely. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yes. Sunday, Black Day will be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That'd be awesome. You know it. Yeah, because we're both members of that band officially. Uh, You'll have to put a pumpkin on your head and get really skinny, though. Oh, boy. (laughs) Hey. You have to get up in costume. (laughs) Now I am Steve. You'll be Steve? No, Blue's Clues. Oh, Oh, yeah. You'll be in costume as Steve for Blue's Clues this Halloween. I like Blue's Clues. Yeah. Yeah. And And then there was the brother when Steve went away to college. Oh, yeah. So. Joe. Joe, yeah. right. Yeah. He was Joe has squares. Good. Yeah. Steve has stripes. Yeah, and that's orange. the guy. Yep. Yep. So tell me about the characters. So uh, do they have names? Yeah, like a blue. No, the uh, black day characters. Right. So there's the green oh, Frankenstein looking guy, the werewolf, the what looks like a vampire, and then the pumpkin head. Or there's a Professor Hammer. Oh, yeah. Professor Hammer. All Simple. right. Is the the uh, guy who owns the house? He's a mad scientist. Uh, <laughs> awesome. Black mm-hmm. Day, the band are all sort of they're kind of imprisoned in the house, and we don't want to get into too much detail as to why, because spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. Uh, but essentially, they have to be kept in the house, and so the professor is there to make sure that they don't get out. Um, and then there's Brad. Brad, yes. Brad is the boy. Yes, and Noah Riggs is a wolf. Oh, that's right. It should be said, uh, since we're also having this whole thing done as an animation, Marcus was the casting director for it. Uh. And so he just took people he knows and said, you're this character. And then they had to be the voice of that character. So, <laughs> I mean, we didn't, we didn't hire professional voice actors for this. We were just like, uh, whatever Marcus says. Are they, so, all, are they all taken yet? Uh, well, for this series, <laughs> for this part, yes. Next book, you might well be cast, and he'll okay. have a new character for you to play. Okay. Uh, and then so, you guys awesome. in the next book. You're Excellent. in the next book. He just Excellent. said it. Excellent. Boom. Book. Yeah. Next um, so the idea was that uh, uh, he cast me as Frankenstein, the drummer. Mm-hmm. Um, I play drums, so it all made sense. Uh, my best friend, is his actual name is Brad, and he plays bass. So he's the boy who wants to be in the band, and he came in and voiced him. Noah it's a wolf. Noah Witchell is the illustrator and animator for the book and DVD, and uh, is the voice of the werewolf. That's yeah. right. Uh, Mardra's the narrator. Uh, Sean Roberts plays the Dracula vampire character. And uh, who am I missing? Jim Homan is the actual sound editor. He's the mixer for... Andrew Roberts. Uh, yeah, Andrew Roberts, Dracula. Yeah. We got it. And, uh, and Jim Homan played Professor Hammer. Uh, and he's also the sound engineer of the mixer for the song and the, the dialogue. Awesome. Yeah. Fantastic. I'm missing somebody, but I don't know who offhand. So what, what, what software was used to make these people? They're so cool looking. Yeah, they're fantastic. Yeah. Illustrations look great. Yeah. Noah's fantastic. And he's a local guy here in Omaha, Nebraska. Um, we feel like we're getting in on the ground floor of Noah Witchell because we think he's going to go places really fast. Uh, super talented illustrator, animator, very nice guy, very easy to work with, uh, great sense of humor. And he put in most of the visual gags for the book and uh, DVD. There's a lot of sort of, you know, if you look, <laughs> you, you can freeze frame and see the jokes behind the band or whatever on the wall or whatever. Yeah, yes. I'm looking at that because there's one like that says robo parts, sciencey uh-huh. stuff. <laughs> you know. There's like a are, are these spoiler alerts too, but it's so no, fun no, to watch. Okay. No, it's like the, the doomsday bomb or doomsday something. Doomsday devices, yeah. right? Doomsday device. <laughs> right. These are, <laughs> it's little, the tombstones. It's very three D looking and the amplifier looks like a mouth as well. Uh right. The amplifier has the, the mouth and the drums look like yeah. eyes, teeth, and the keyboard has horns on it. Uh so lots of little treats there you know if you freeze frame on any part of it and it was done as a 3d animation and i forget the name of the software that noah was using for that conveniently Uh, forget the name i get it i get it it was it's awesome it's a secret the story (laughs) that you put together and the visuals and the the twist that's the spoiler a little in there it's it's just very entertaining and i i haven't read this with my kids yet but i'm sure they're going to absolutely love it so, and then you have the song to play on top of that afterwards. So it, it's, yeah. it's really cool. The, very, uh, very cool. 
Thank you, thank you. We're getting a lot of uh, pictures of people uh, either of just their child with the book or them with their child in the book. And uh, it's really great to see because they're usually all smiles. So I did that in a sort of picture. That's right. Marcus, uh, uh, also on the DVD as the credits are rolling, uh, Noah was really smart about putting up the conceptual drawings that Marcus had for the characters. So you get to see the original drawing of each of the guys in the band and, and uh. what how they ended up being the way they are now. Kind of like really cool just to see that beginning before and after. Kind of like those comics. Like I have like the far side, the Gary Larson, where it shows like how they got all the ideas, like the stick figure drawings for each one. And uh, I think I've seen one of those for uh, Dilbert as well, where he kind of just roughs things out. And then and then you see how it came out in the end. It's, uh, you know, where the thought process came from. I love that stuff. I like to see behind the curtain and see the thought process and inspiration and mm-hmm. and the roughs along the way. So. So with Simpsons, we'll watch animatics and whatnot. So, how does it work taking a project like this and finding somebody to publish it or or making it making it happen? I mean, I wouldn't even know how to go about that. Yeah, and even before that question, you know, you're you're saying, okay, we're going to do this. Like, yeah, you know, what what made you get to that point as well? So, like, you know, you're saying this is something I think we can do, or this is something that Marcus came up with, and then we're going to do it, and then how do we go about? What's our next step? How do we how do we build something like this? Right, it, good question. Because uh, not everybody would necessarily think to pursue it. Uh, they might just go, "Well, oh, that's a cute idea," swept under the rug, you know. Um, so, <laughs> Mardra is a um, a mom blogger for uh, people with special needs, and she's networked in with other mom bloggers of you know children with special needs, and particularly her her focus is adult children with Down syndrome, uh, because mm-hmm. there hasn't been a lot of um, information on that for parents. Um, most of the literature out there is aimed at, you know, your first five years or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> Us too. Really I mean, we're, you know, we're, we're guilty of that only because our children are younger uh, themselves. Right. Well, and we've only thankfully entered the age where people with Down syndrome are living much longer than they used to. It. The average expectancy. Well, uh, but Donna scored it and how to live. Oh, yeah. Uh, and there are a lot of organizations like the Madonna School, where Marcus went to school. Uh, it's exclusively for people, children with uh, special needs. And uh, the Ollie Webb Center is a center here in town named after um, Ollie Webb was an advocate uh, who uh, had disabilities, developmental delay, and yet was still a self-advocate. She owned her own home. She kind of set her own rules by which she was going to live. And uh, I met her on a handful of occasions before she died um and she was like in her i want to say 60s at least by that time um uh and she was a remarkable person so uh the ali web center does a lot of great things for people in the omaha area for uh, people with special needs and uh so yes uh the the life expectancy anymore is pushing upwards of around 60 ish which is you know just about twice as long as it was in just you know last couple decades right yeah um, so Mardra is um, a blogger and an advocate. Uh, she's um, just about to have a book published on uh, what to expect through each stage of life for your child with Down syndrome, and that includes getting up in those 60-ish years and what sort of issues a, a parent might face and, and hopefully some really good insights and advice on how to navigate that uncharted terrain. It's fantastic. Yeah, and given that uh, Mardra is a, a creative writer as well, Marcus is creative. I like to think I am. I'm sitting here in my home studio with Marcus, and uh, mm-hmm. I've got my drums just over there, my guitar back there, my keyboard in front of me, and all that stuff. Up, pal. And we've got <laughs> we've got Marcus supplied with his favorite beverage, so we're all good. And oh yeah. So given that we're all creative types, uh, we recognize that you know there's no sense in having a life of regret of not pursuing the thing that that lights you up. Uh, so we're all wanting to get our creations out there and, uh, that's, it's, it's great own reward. So we're all very keen on pushing that instead of just saying, Hey, neat idea. And now we're back to our mundane job that we hate, you know, <laughs> and not pursuing. Yeah, that. completely. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's your passion, right? And you can see that in Marcus as well. And you want to do everything you can to, you know, allow him to, use that as much as possible and 
Mm-hmm. I, I think that's fantastic. And so to take it to where you took it is fantastic. It, and so, so then you had this great idea, and then you were like, "How now? I guess we got to make this somehow." Or did, have you? Did you have a history with uh, publications because of your wife? Is that what you're saying? Just she knew to a create few books. Yeah. Yeah, she definitely knew a few things, and of course, the the biggest hurdle is being willing to jump in and admit you don't know a whole bunch of stuff, but learn it along the way. You know, it's like jump off yeah. the cliff and build your wings on the way down, you know? Sure. So there is some of that. And that's not generally the way I tend to think. I always like to have my ducks in a row so I can just knock them out sequentially, knowing which one is next at all times. But she's a little bit more daring that way and good for her because she learns a lot um, faster. And so she knew a few things about publishing and learned a lot as we were pursuing this project. Um, uh, she could tell you the the details mm-hmm. but she's not here is she <laughs> that's okay <laughs> that's okay i think that's good uh, what about so what's happened to you guys up to this point like where have you been what have you done with promoting is uh marcus you know signing autographs for people what kind of what kind of reception are you getting and what have you done yeah well let's see we just released it on june 20th and right from las vegas there was a big uh conference and I'm sorry, I don't know the official name of that conference in Phoenix, but it had to do with Down Syndrome. Mm-hmm. And that's so they had a booth down there, uh, and they were marketing the book through there. Right, they, so that's the uh, NDSC National Convention. Thank you. Yep. Appreciate that, Rick. <laughs> he was, I'm pretty sure you were there, right, Rick? <laughs> yeah, I was, as a matter of fact. I probably met you guys and didn't even realize it. Oh, yes. And uh, I wasn't there, oh. but Marjorie and Marcus were. And from there, they mm-hmm. went to El Paso because they knew somebody there who... Albuquerque. Cookie. Uh, what? Albuquerque. Cookie. Ah, okay. And Albuquerque. That's right. Marcus is remembering better than I am. You're the best, guys. And you're the best, guys. And awesome. Let's see. They went to Wichita. There was, I'm sure, some other place in there. Topeka, maybe. No, not Topeka. But Wichita, Kansas. And then uh, we've had a few uh, signings here. Uh, it's, these have all been really pretty informal. It's either in a local bookstore or in a coffee shop. And, you know, a handful of people or, mm-hmm. or more will turn out uh, with uh, their children. And The bookworm. The bookworm here in Omaha has the book, and uh, they've been doing really well with it. It was actually the best seller uh, at the store for the month of July, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, man, it's not even Halloween time yet. Huh? I, I, awesome. I'm looking at it on Amazon right now. Yeah. Perfect. On Amazon. Yes. At one point for one week, they actually, of course, you know, that's what a sales spike will do is that they were ranked number nine in children's books for Halloween uh, for that one week. I think it has fallen since to who knows what, but um, uh, we're just going to keep on pushing, especially through that holiday. And uh, Oh, yeah. Uh, you got, yeah, you so got six reviews already. There's some pictures up here, you know. Oh, oh yeah. Look at you and your mother. Okay. Very nice. Hey. Cool hat. Um. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So it looks as June twentieth. So it's been uh, not quite a month. Um, not quite two months. Yeah. Not quite two, two months. months. Yeah, some math. Some math skills I have. Okay. No, no, that's, no. that's the summer. Yeah, <laughs> that's the whole it summer. goes by that fast. Yeah. Uh, so Marcus, that. what do you like? Do you like signing autographs and stuff and going places with the book? Yes. I sign book or do the you guys. Oh yeah, I want one. Absolutely. That would be so cool. Uh which reminds me I'm I was uh given a note here by Margaret to say that if you uh go to blackdaybook.com and order through there, uh you can once you get to the PayPal screen, there's a little comments or notes field and you can request to have it autographed there, which we're happy to do. Uh, and you okay. can also, uh, we're having a special deal so that if you put the word postcard in the notes field, uh, we will also email you the song for free, uh, which uh, mm-hmm. we're going to have that ultimately up on iTunes and Amazon as well, probably as a you know single 99 cent download. Uh, yeah. But uh, that's you'll be able to get it before then for free. So put post podcast in the... Did I say postcard? I meant podcast. You said postcard. So you 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 were thinking more 1975. Than, <laughs> I was. It was straight out of straight out of the 70s. Uh, you know, there was a similar thing with yeah. uh, my my son likes the uh, uh, he likes the Pete the Cat book, and uh, it had a code in the book where you could go and you could get the song. 
Uh, it wasn't as cool as this song, but it was kind of nice to have a multimedia approach to the whole thing, you know? Oh, right. Mm-hmm. That's right. So you can, by entering podcast, repeat podcast, you can uh, get the song uh, sent to you as well for free. Excellent. Excellent. That is awesome. We will spread the word on that, definitely. Maybe we shouldn't play the whole song at the end of the episode. Oh, right. well, I'm not worried about people pirating it. I'd like <laughs> people to have it. So, uh, you know. Uh, if, 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 not, the, the, uh, the version that we'll send out uh, along with that order will probably be in wave format, which is... Uh, you know, nice resolution to play, too. So. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, awesome. Yeah. We'll definitely put a link to this in there. Uh, so, what's next? Uh, you said uh, a sequel. Se- um, well, uh, the next book in the series, Black Day Two. Black Day Two. And mm-hmm. we don't have a lot of details on what that storyline will be just yet, except that Marcus is always thinking in casting yeah, yeah, terms yeah. first. Yeah, so, the, char- the characters make it, so I would I would pick characters. Yep. Are they going to be the same characters, or maybe maybe Christmas characters, or a different a different holiday, or a different theme, or are they going to be these same characters? Uh, the the Halloween, says the holiday. Just the Halloween holiday? Yes. Yeah. yeah. It is that is by far the coolest holiday. It's a lot of fun. Marcus loves it. I it goes Halloween. with rock and roll really well. I think the whole the two go together really yeah, cool. Yeah, Halloween and rock and roll. Yeah, and I would you like know. to kind of um, just give a bit of a shout out to the people who uh, played on the song because uh, it was co-written by myself and Phil Reno is one of the best guitarists here in Omaha. Mm-hmm. Uh, very busy guitarist. He's in like five bands at all times because he likes to keep busy. Um, and he's just fantastic. And so he and I co-wrote the music together. Uh, Marcus and I co-wrote the lyrics together, and uh, Phil played the guitars on it. Uh, Brad, who actually plays Brad in the book, is a real bass player. He played bass on it, and he's fantastic mm-hmm. at both the voiceover and the, the bass playing. And then we had Jim Homan mix it. I programmed uh, the keyboard parts. I programmed the snare drum and bass drum, and I played real cymbals on it. And uh, most of that was realized right here in the in the same basement studio that we're sitting in now. And as wow. you can tell, I've got rabbit ears because Marcus has his fingers behind my head. <laughs> we, I, I wish I wish we record we were recording some of this video because it's, uh, it's, it, it really adds a whole element to this whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but yes, I just wanted to kind of give a shout out to everybody who helped on the song. Um, and and they you know they came here ready to rock yeah. and they did and. Uh, Marcus sang the lead vocal on it, and, mm-hmm. and and I think he sounds really great, clear, articulate, and gets that the point of the song across, especially when he does his rock and roll scream. <laughs> yeah, it's, awesome. it's fantastic. I've listened to it just over and over again, so <laughs> oh, wow. it's fantastic. Yeah, it's yeah. catchy. That's the problem, right? So yeah, it becomes you, its own you, little. You just keep saying the same. You oh. just keep going through those those verses over and over again so it's good oh my son's gonna be all over it so uh, yeah, his yeah. his heroes are you know Joan Jett and the Blackhearts uh, uh, Ozzy Osbourne you know <laughs> that sort of thing well how old so is he he's six he's six, six and he's already liking the, the real rock isn't he I have it I have yeah. one of those paper air guitars where you load the songs into it and then no matter what he strums it comes out those and those are the uh, types of songs jams. he wants yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Paper jams, that's the name. Paper. So when I get out my guitar, he, which I don't really play very well, but he gets out his, and we have uh, we have a good time with that. I think we're going to have to look into getting one of those. Yeah, they are yeah. Really fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they sound really good for kids. For you know, anyway, I like them. But yeah, uh, I, I think any, my, any immediate future for the book itself too. So so you made it to here to today with this. Yes. Uh, what plans do you, what plans do you guys have for the next couple of weeks and months with this? Uh, let's see, in the next couple of months, uh, it'll be a lot of touring. They're going to, uh, Marjorie and Marcus are going to be going, I don't even have every leg of the tour mapped three out in my own mind. Marcus will tell you they've got three long trips coming out. So so it'll be South Carolina. You know, we live in Nebraska, so we're cent- center of the country. Uh, mm-hmm. They're going to go to South Carolina, Georgia, and kind of some way loop back through the states to Nebraska doing a signing tour there. And uh, they've also got another one going out to Las Vegas again. They're going to mm-hmm. do a reading in Henderson, Nevada, and uh, Los Angeles. Or I think there are a few things set up there. And we don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves. But there is the possibility 
remote possibility that it is. There is that possibility because we know somebody who knows somebody uh, who works on the Ellen show. Oh, and yeah. if if we could get Marjorie and Marcus on the Ellen show, we think it would be kind of uh, her sort of favorite sort of human interest story that would would work really yep. well. And uh, I'd be delighted to see it. And I think She's Marcus hilarious. Would... Yeah. I like her a lot. Yeah. Yeah. She's it's definitely talk show worthy, so you're going to yeah, be on one of them. it's that kind of material. Yeah. I think she can have a lot of fun with it. Yeah. Um, I mean, you're going to be, because you got music and dancing there, or you got any kind of talk show, I think you got to get You'd shot, have to so. perform it live. Oh, yeah. We'd have yeah. to do the song live. <laughs> that would yes. be awesome. Yes. That would <laughs> be fantastic. Uh-huh. <laughs> or Saturday Night Live. Black Saturday Night Live. Saturday Night Live. I'd I'd go to watch. I would. I would go to New York City for that. I was going to see if you guys were going to be on the East Coast somewhere. I mean, I'm in Richmond, and Rick's in Delaware. If you came to Washington D.C. or something, you might be close enough for us. Yeah, we have to find your your most north tour spot so we can see you, or I can see you guys again. Apparently, I probably already met. I probably saw you at the convention. I have to go look back through my stuff. (laughs) See if we have that. So it's almost a little bit like Spinal Tap. You know, the fake band that becomes a real band. Yeah. Yeah, yep. yeah. We could find ourselves touring regularly just on the music. I've got to write more songs. I need. I need to look on that picture again. Does Does the amplifier go up to eleven? This one does. <laughs> uh, don't, don't even look at it. <laughs> uh, uh, well, we've got an Elmer Fudd laugh there. Oh man! All yeah. I can hear in my head right now is "We are the bad black day." Well, you're gonna hear That's become a, a little bit of a mantra. Yeah, doesn't stop. Like, you stole his bit, he said, because it'll, he'll just spontaneously go, we uh, are the band, and then the, whoever's in the room has to answer, Black, Black Day. Day. Oh, you can do it again. We can, we can just do that for the next like, 15 minutes or so. That would be fantastic. <laughs> oh. Now yeah. that we know the response. <laughs> we are the band. Black, Black Day. <laughs> you know it. Uh, That's so cool. Like, it just makes you smile. It's amazing. Cool. So, Marcus, what else do you want us to know? Anything you want to tell us? Tell all the fans out there that are going to be listening to this, the uh, millions yeah, and right. millions of fans. Yep. What would you like to say to your fans? The, the fans? Yep. Uh, the Black Day bus. Ooh. Black Day bus. If we could tour on a Black Day yes. bus, it would be like the Magical Mystery Tour. Now you're talking. See, he has big dreams. That's awesome. He hey, that could he be. know how to dream yeah. small. That could be one of the songs. The Black Day Bus, you know, like the Magic Bus, you know, no, Magic no, no, Bus no. by the Who, Magical Mystery yeah. Tour, yeah. And then, no, no, name song. No, no. Okay, okay. Well, there, you there you go. There you go. the authority. Squash that idea. I'm not a boss. <laughs> oh well, you're the author. You're the writer. You're the director. Yes. The storyteller and the casting director. Marcy Pickford. <laughs> no talk about Bigfoot, evidently. Okay. <laughs> Um, and so, so Rick, I'm looking at the picture. You and that's your daughter Kayla. That's right. Yeah, Kayla How is. Kayla's nine. She's going into fourth grade. Oh. She is. Uh, I think her and Marcus could do a duet because she is all into that kind of stuff too—singing, dancing, uh, being involved in that kind of. That is like her thing to do. So um, she's going to love seeing this and hearing this. Uh, I haven't gone through it with her yet, but I know she's going to love it. So She was our guest last time, so if you'd like to hear yeah. from her, download the episode before. The, there must be 32, right? And she right. had just been on the Today Show, believe it or not. And, hey. uh, yeah. you know, we got oh. to hear all about that. And, uh, you know, she was she was hilarious. We had a blast. We just had a – she's just a bright, happy person. We just – we had a lot of fun. Yeah, I think, you know, when we can get actual, uh, you know – People at Down Syndrome on this, it's, it just makes all the difference in the world. I think people are going to love hearing your story, Marcus, and hearing you uh, talk during this because it's just it's just awesome. And like, yeah, the the I don't, I don't know. I think I think this thing's going to be just amazing as we get closer to Halloween. So, oh yes, really, really cool. We think so. Yay! Uh, I wanted to ask both of you then, uh, as fellow dad parents of a person with Down Syndrome, um, what do you think of the current? state of advocacy for lack of a better way to say it uh are, are we raising awareness of people with special needs and how uh, uh we're dispelling some myths and uh creating a, a sense of their their inherent value 
Rick, I'm going to let you answer because you're everywhere. You want me to go first and then you can yes, go? Sir. Okay. Yes, sir. That, no, I, I think I think, I think think you're right on with the message that you talked about before, Quinn. Um, and, and that's the whole reason why we're doing this podcast, too, is to get that message out, to show people what people are with Down syndrome are doing today and yeah. what the potential is. And um, because everyone who's not connected or not does not have someone in their immediate life uh, thinks about someone with Down syndrome from just like we said, like the seventies or something before, where things there were just there just weren't as many resources and as uh, things available to help people be successful and get to where they want to be and maximize their potential. And we, the idea here is to spread the message of all the positive things that are out there that people are doing and helping people find the resources that they need and making people feel like they're not, you know, you're not alone, definitely not alone. There's lots of people out there in the same situation who can, we can leverage. And I, I think, you know, Mark would agree that the families and the fathers and, and mothers out there are the strength. And when we share the stories, uh, you know, about our kids and what we've been through, it really makes us all stronger. Um, yeah. and, and the last thing for me that really resonated uh, outside of the book and the story you talked about is just, uh, you know, our, our kids are getting older and, you know, Marcus is an adult and, you know, uh, people are living longer now and you're living a lot longer than you were in school. And what are you going to do with all that time that happens afterward? And what are you going to do with your life? And uh, there's a lot of focus out there today on the early years and learning about Down syndrome and education. But the majority to set you up, you know, to be the best for the best second part of your life as possible but it's really a larger percentage of your life now that you're an adult where you're transitioning and what are you going to do and how are we going to make that the, the best for you where you you know are doing everything that you want and having the happiest and uh, most successful life as possible so that's 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 kind of the, that's our mission and i i think we're trying to spread that message and through advocacy like you were talking about with people and awareness. And, and we always say it's more than awareness. It's, it's acceptance and respect from other, other people. So having them all realize, you know, what my daughter's potential is or your son's potential is and seeing them as an equal or a peer and uh, things along those lines. Yeah. So, you just hit it out of the so, park right there, Rick. Yeah, absolutely right. Um, mm -hmm. the, the thing I wanted to comment on was, your use of the word really? stories because the story is what gets the message out most effectively in my thinking and when we show people what somebody like Marcus or Kayla and and Mark I'm sorry I don't know your son's name my son's name is Luke Luke so <laughs> what they are all capable of and um, you know we've come such a long way in the 50s you you were just told to institutionalize them and you know visit them once in a while um, and they, that's a wife, it's, it's a life wasted at that point. And it's, uh, you know, so we've come a long way from that. And, um, we still have, I think a good ways to go in getting that story out to other people who just don't have somebody with Down syndrome in their immediate vicinity. Um, one of the best stories I heard, uh, or that I know of, uh, is my a former boss. He was the office manager where I worked. And he was a yeller. He was a classic hothead temperamental guy and always yelling at somebody. He was perpetually red-faced. And um, I knew uh, on one occasion I had to have Marcus with me uh, when I went to the office. And he was really small then. He was very little, and I was wearing him on my hip. And uh, so I carried him in, and I heard the manager, Paul, yelling at somebody before I had to go talk to him. <laughs> and so it was like, oh, this is a good setup. Yeah, nice. And <laughs> so... I go to the office, and he doesn't even look up from the desk. He's like, hey, Quinn, what do you want? And uh, uh, I said, hey, uh, just wanted to let you know that whatever it was that I had for business at the time. And then he looks up, and he sees Marcus. And he just melted, just was like, oh, will you look at that guy? Look at him. You know, and he just melted immediately, just loved Marcus. Um, and that's oh, when it fantastic. came out. Yeah, that's when it came out that, uh, his adopted brother had Down syndrome, and so he knew the deal. He got the gig, um, and uh, he shared a few points of commonality with me on that. And uh, then he said about the most profound thing I think I've ever heard anyone say, and that was, you know, if there was someone like him in every household, the world would be a better place. And, I mean, that was like a big truth bomb for me. It just 
I, I couldn't think of how that could not be the absolute truth. Yeah. Uh, if everybody had somebody with uh, special needs in their house, how much more, you know, uh, understanding and giving would we be? Would we be? How much more compassionate? How much more leeway would we afford somebody? Because we know that their story mm-hmm. involves somebody with somebody with special needs. <laughs> you know, yeah, there was sure. there would just so, be that due consideration. So uh, I, I I have a lot to to say on this, and we talk about this all, all the time, but if you look through, I'm looking through uh, on my Skype contacts, all the people that we had on previously, and a lot of them are, you know, are, are, are folks that have, you know, older children with Down syndrome like yourself, or, 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 or even older than Marcus, that, uh, you know, they caused some of the changes to happen that I, with a young child with Down syndrome, am uh, 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 enjoying the benefits of. You know these people that started these these you know educational changes and inclusion and IDEA and the Able Act and all of these changes were from parents that just took arms and and made things happen and now you know we have a better landscape than than we did before and I guess Rick and I feel that we you know want to keep moving with it and uh, the part that fits our skills is this uh, this small part Rick does a lot more. Uh, in other in other ways, but uh, that you want to keep making things better, and I think that the situation now is it's the future is so bright. I mean, it's they're talking about uh, uh, research for medications, which are absolute breakthroughs. They're talking about uh, changes in education that are you know my son is fully included in his school, and inclusion goes goes uh, is 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 on its way in. Uh, and and and, and health wise, uh, we had uh, the doctor from uh, Pennsylvania, uh, Doctor Velody. You know, he has the not all the answers, uh-huh. but a lot more answers than they did before uh, to many of the medical problems that we experience. Uh, the future is really bright, and and on inclusion, I think that we forget about the reverse benefits of inclusion. So it's good for my child to be included for Luke. Right. But like you said, if there was a child like this in every household, then, you know, uh, everybody would understand and it would be a better place. Well, if if my kid is fully included, then all of the other children in the class get that benefit. And uh, I think people forget about that. Uh, and I just I think we're just doing so well. I'm, I'm, I'm very excited about the future. I really am. And I I I, I let me see. I, I, I notice a lack in what we cover on this show and what gets covered at my local Down syndrome meetings is, um, you know, programs for uh, adults with Down syndrome. You know, we don't, uh, we, we tend to fall off at that point. And this is my deep thought of the week is that, you know, I think as your child grows older, you realize how he's not that much different or she's not that much different. And therefore, it falls off a little bit because doesn't it doesn't feel like there's something special that needs to be done because uh, particularly over the summer I mean I don't really see Luke as much different than uh you know and I have a old I have older children as well and uh he's just a, just another kid really when it comes down to it you know he makes his milestones so with a little bit more work but uh he's always growing and he's exciting to be around and it's it's fun so yeah I got a lot of deep thoughts on this this issue we think about this a lot right on uh they say that most normal people uh, hit a plateau at about 18 for their learning curve, and then it, it just levels out largely uh, unless they go to university and keep on pursuing that. But but we tend to kind of say, well, we've learned our thing, and then now it's just living. Uh, whereas people with Down syndrome are said to keep learning and learning and learning. The, the, the learning curve is more of a, a straight line, 45-degree angle from you know bottom left to upper right. They just don't stop learning. And so they're always improving, which is a good lesson for us all anyway. Yeah, really. I need to, yeah, I like that. I need, I need to do more improving. <laughs> uh, My but, wife definitely would agree that I need more improving, yes. Definitely. <laughs> right? Well, I you know, I think that I, I may have gotten a little too deep there. So there there you go. There's your there's your deep thoughts of the day. I appreciate those thoughts. Uh uh and I'm glad to hear this note of optimism because, you know, sometimes if you read the news, um uh, mm-hmm. it, it can be a little depressing and you hear about uh, somebody like Ethan Saylor. I'm sure you're probably aware of the Ethan Saylor sure. case, you know, and and, yes. uh, and talk about a, a genuinely heartbreaking story, you know. Uh, uh, and I'm of the mind that they pretty well just covered that up uh, on the law enforcement end of things, and uh, I'm not a fan of of the Baltimore uh, sheriff. Yeah. And, you know, for that matter, you know, Martin O'Malley. I think was uh, 
helpful in covering up the any any blame to place on the uh, off-duty police officers. Uh, yeah, that was actually that's out of Frederick, Maryland, and there actually there's a documentary um, uh, called Ethan's Law that's going to be coming out that covers all of that, and it, they had a screening of it at the convention in Phoenix, uh, just over 45 minutes of the two-hour. To maybe a little over two hour movie and it's fantastic it's absolutely fantastic it goes into all the detail that you're talking about so yeah. um you know once that's out we'll share it with everybody but it's well worth seeing and it has first-hand account uh people that were involved that you know they're telling the stories it happened exactly and it's it's very moving so looking yeah. forward to sharing that with everybody oh yeah that's one to not, to not miss um uh, I know Marjorie was in conversation with the filmmaker on that one uh, for some of it, so I don't know if she's yet gotten any shout out in the movie or not. I, but I know that they've had conversations about it, cool, uh, as it was being produced. So it it may have helped shape that just a, a little bit in terms of the filmmaker's perspective, um, which is good. And but I mean, I'm glad to hear the the optimism of uh, things just always getting better in every direction, health and education and inclusion. So. so in terms of uh, social inclusion as well as school. so Not only that, but improvements in literature. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> two, two, two different books out of your household. Uh, yeah. Well, and three, ultimately, because Marjorie's novel uh, involves somebody with Down syndrome. It's set in a fictitious time and place that may or may not have a resemblance to uh, Scotland in the 1700s. Mm-hmm. Wow. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, but it's completely fictitious names and setting. But uh, she actually went to Scotland to, you know, research castles and how they were organized and the architecture and how how they functioned within a village and all of that to uh, further the story. Well, awesome. So, yeah, yeah improvements in literature as well. Uh, I am supposed to mention, uh, as further advocacy, uh, there's a Facebook group called Grown Ups and Downs. That is Marjorie's blog. Okay. And hey, as hey, I so say, she's so, networked so. in with a lot of other mom bloggers, so uh, she'll have guest uh, blog posts from a lot of her, those friends through that network. So let's go through and make a quick list of, of, of plugs we want to do. That was Grown Up for Downs? Uh, grown Ups and Downs. Oh, grown Ups and Downs. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that is a Facebook group? That's a Facebook um, uh, blog group. Okay. Or yep. a Twitter. It's probably on Twitter. It's probably on Twitter <laughs> as well. I must see his son. Oh yeah, uh, and 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 we should mention that. Uh, well, of course, the name of the book is um, um, Black Day: The Monster Rock Band. Yep. And the That's website is um, blackdaybook.com. Is that right? Blackdaybook.com. Uh, exactly. Right now, the book is nineteen ninety nine. Uh, you can also uh, get the book in DVD, uh, which. Uh, the DVD part hasn't been released yet, but will be and will include it. Uh, so the two together would only be twenty two ninety five. And again, if you put the word podcast in the notes field on the PayPal screen, uh, you get the song sent to you as well as a separate file for free. And I'm, I'm, I'm assuming you would prefer purchases through the website than, than through Amazon or some other? Generally, yeah, uh, because we get 100% of the uh, proceeds. We don't have the middleman called Amazon <laughs> or, or iTunes. Okay. Right, it, it's right. available through, uh, not iTunes, but barnesandnoble.com and amazon.com as well. Okay. And then yeah. if you happen to be on barnesandnoble.com or amazon.com, you should leave a five-star review as well if you're listening, I think. Yes, please. Uh, that's always <laughs> good. Uh, anything else? Uh, let me see your son. Oh, yeah. Marcus would like to see your son if you have a picture oh handy. Oh, gosh. How can I show you one from where I'm at? <laughs> I cannot. Yeah. It's, uh, well, in my other – in my okay, so I'm logged in as my DSR podcast account, but my main picture on my personal Skype is him. I guess – what if I could send you a file through Skype? Let's see. Here I am trying to show skills that I don't have. Oh. Attach yeah. a file. Here we go. Hang on. Send photo. <laughs> this is excellent podcast <laughs> audio funny. radio here. While You're working I, great under pressure there, Mark. While I work under pressure here. Yeah. For a good that, picture that, of the Luker, as we like to call him. Uh, we are the Just put it right on the call. That's right. I uh, will put it right on the call. Uh, you Can you do a song and dance there briefly, uh, Rick, while I... Uh, I'm going to try to do the same thing. So, yeah. 
Oh, I guess you could go to uh, um, downsyndromeradio.com. That would be easy enough. Perfect. Yeah, you'll see lots of pictures of us there. There's a good Definitely. one of us. At, uh, I'm going to try to do that now without disrupting our signal. There you go. Something should be coming through. Um, For our, so, so, so we have, uh, plugged where to find the book and where to get on the where to get on the Facebook group and what else do we what else do we need to buy or where else do we need to go? I'm trying to think. Um, so, so the main way to get it though is online. That's that's where you get. Unless you're in Omaha, then you can buy it there. That's right. Um, and if if uh, I'm sure that Marjorie will be posting any sort of tour dates and locales, so okay. uh, uh, we'll be coming through with the hard copies of the book. And and when we have the DVD in hand, it's still being rendered out. Actually, it's the it's for the most part completed, um, uh, but it's being rendered, which evidently is a really heavy duty process for any one computer. So we're farming that out to other computers too to work on simultaneously. Wow. And, uh, so it's a bit involved in the processing department. Uh, but we'll have that soon. Uh, Marcus and Noah and Brad and I just recorded the commentary for the DVD, which was a lot of fun. So there's a lot of little funny stuff oh, there, and that'll cute, be one yeah. of the special features on it. Uh-huh. Awesome. Yeah. So, uh, so, Marcus, did you get the pictures that we sent through? Uh, oh. Yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Let's see. Stop. Do that. Nope. Uh, let's see here. I'm not... Now you're going to show my weaknesses. Uh-huh. Ah, I need to go yeah. on Skype and find the. All right, so we'll do so we'll do our plugs. Uh, so um, let's see. Thank you for spending an hour with us. Uh, we are the downright awesome dads minus Jason, uh, who will be back next time. Uh, you can find us on DownSyndromeRadio.com, on Facebook, Down Syndrome Radio. Is that correct? Uh, Twitter as well. That's right. Uh, what we would like is if you went to uh, uh, iTunes and uh, gave us a five star review, would be awesome. Uh, come to the website. We will have all of these links, which uh, uh, you guys are going to send us. Maybe, hopefully, um, you know. I, I, obviously, blackdaybook.com and whatnot. Uh, I can I can link in pretty easy, uh, and we'll put those in the show notes, so you'll see those as well. Can you send us some pictures, maybe? Yeah, we'll be happy to. Absolutely. Okay, and then uh, um, maybe we can put like a cover photo shot of the of the of the book or something. So I'll have to work on some show notes. Those will come out in a couple of days, and uh, I think we're set. Am I missing anything, Rick? No, I think you got it all. That's that's great. Are we, do you want to do any? Do you want to do a moment? Do you want to bring oh, a yeah, moment? Bring Quinn into the moment. We, we do we, the closeout. We do a thing we call moment of the week, where you know we're, we're trying to do is uh, you is use this for our own ulterior motives, so we can remember all of our special moments through our through our kids' lives. <laughs> we share something funny that happened, you know, between our kids uh, in the in the in the past week or month or whatever, but from the last episode. So uh, I'm using like the pictures sh- on my phone to remember the moments that oh, we've had over that's the past couple trick. weeks. That's a good trick, right? Because um, otherwise, I wouldn't know. Okay, go ahead. I'd be glad to do a moment. Do you want to go first, or? Uh, well, two moments that happened to me recently. One, uh, Kayla just got her tonsils and adenoids out this past couple of weeks, so that was pretty crazy. Yeah. And just to make it through that, and um, wow, I mean, I, I just, you know, my heart goes out to families that have uh, more serious surgeries that go through because even going through something as small as tonsils and adenoids is, is tough, but. Um, we were just in Hershey Park last weekend, um, and that's in Pencil Hershey, Pennsylvania. Candy, all that kind of stuff. And uh, I got Logan's too small to go on roller coasters, but Kayla's tall enough, so I got to go on a roller, uh, roller wooden roller coaster with her there. And that is just about the coolest thing in the world. You know, you take your kid on a roller coaster. So <laughs> did she have to like uh, puff up her hair like in the picture I'm looking at right now to make herself tall enough? <laughs> She's tall. It's you know, all of a sudden, you know, you get a little growth spurt, and she is. They they assign your heights by candy there. So. I remember, I've been there. Yeah. Like, okay. So you could be a Jolly Rancher or Hershey Bar. Yes. Or, yeah. So she was a Reese's cup, which Reese's was her favorite cup. thing on top of that too. So she was just on top of the world. Oh, and she's like, fantastic. "Look, Dad, Reese's cup. We, we're going on this roller coaster." And so we went on the roller coaster, and she loved it. And it was just, it was just crazy, and it was awesome, and it was, it's great memories. So that was that was the fun there. And she thought she was really cool that she, you know that that we did that together. I, I have a fun. I'll, I'll, I'll share a moment that's not from my son Luke, but is from Hershey Park. Is that when we went there, my daughter was not tall enough to make the next level. And we actually folded up pieces of paper 
like I don't know from a map or something, and put them under the heels of her in, in her shoes, so that then she and she, and she walked back up and then she made it, so she could be you know wow. got, she got like, like they, they stamp your hand or they give you a wristband or something to say what uh, to what, tell you how tall yeah, you are. Yeah, and so we had to basically cheat to get her to the next level so she could go on stuff. I oh, I that. like that. It's hilarious. Watch out, Disney. <laughs> Yeah. Check those shoes. <laughs> Check those shoes. Oh, all right. Did you guys get the kind of get the feel for what we're talking about? You got a good moment of the week? Uh, something fun that you did together? Well, uh, actually, it ties in with the uh, tonsillectomy. Uh, Marcus had to have his tonsils removed a few years back, and um, he's not a fan of surgery. So we were in the little room before they take you I don't away. Wristband. Yeah, no, he doesn't like the wristband. And uh, so we're in the room where they kind of go over all of your information. It's like, you know, here's your name, address, and all the, the pertinent facts. Uh, so they make sure they operate on the right person, I guess. Right. And, uh, so the doctor came in. He's looking at the chart, and he's like, oh, and it looks like we've got a tonsillectomy today. And what's your name? And Marcus, without missing a beat, said, Nick. <laughs> No, I'm who's Marcus? <laughs> you <know>. <laughs> You're <laughs> trying to sneak fantastic. out the back. Is <laughs> <laughs> oh. it the wrong name? It's the wrong name. That's what Marcus the wrong gave name. Him. Like you're a spy. I get it. You yeah. are the man, Marcus. My son Luke will not wear a wristband either. He can't stand it. We go places and they give you wristband. Oh. I just have to put it yeah. in my pocket. He cannot stand it. Does yeah. it just irritate him, or does it create some sort of? Fear? I have no idea, but he cannot have fun and have a wristband on at the same just, time. It's not happening. I know. <laughs> Is Kayla the same way? Kayla and Luke, both of them, they're both the same. So. Oh, wow. Yeah, we we had to carry we had to carry the height size. They they gave it to us like just my wife was like she's not gonna wear that, and the guy just was like fine. Here's the bracelet for her height. It's on onto it. So yeah, most people are pretty good about it. They're they're good amusement parks. That's a great thing. I mean, you know, we could do a whole episode on that too. Amusement parks and people with disabilities and just the uh, experiences people have had, good and bad. But uh, you know, we've had a lot of amazing experiences uh, that have been that have been wonderful uh, through Disney. So, anyway, all right. Any uh, parting words? Anything else you want to share before we uh, before we cut out and listen to the song? Where's my? Yeah, Marcus, get, yo, say your say your thing. Oh yeah, we are the band. Black, Black Day. Black Day. <laughs> <laughs> we'll tighten it up in rehearsal. Okay, so so uh, when we get done singing the song, we'll we'll like leave a little pause at the end so people think it's over. But then if you stay with us, maybe wait like three seconds after the song gets over, and then and then do the same thing, and we'll, and we'll all go Black Day, and then we'll end the and we'll end the episode. How's that sound? Perfect. Yes. Uh, just so you know, at the end of the song, there's a bit of cheering. That's right. And I was okay. I was going to ask about that too. Like you, you you pipe that in for something, or how does that work? Uh, we got together. Uh, Brad actually owns a, a personal training studio, so he called together a lot of uh, people who are friends of ours and friends of friends, and we all joined in with other members of the, the gym, and they were there to make shouts and claps and uh, awesome. God, yeah, that sounds they, like so much fun. Yeah. A lot of material we could use. We ended up mostly using their applause, though. All right, we ready? Yeah. I, I say, are we ready? I guess I should be ready. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go.
We are the band. Black Day! Black Day.